1996, in the Peruvian highlands near Lake Titicaca, a hiker discovered a door cut into a red stone cliff. The door had no hinges, handles, or seams. Locals called it the Gate of the Gods, and claimed it could only be opened with a golden disc, slotted like a key into an aperture in the stone. The door was said to lead to the Incan afterlife, to a celestial realm of gods and spirits and endless feasts. All across southern Europe and northern Africa are more of these unopenable doors in the tombs of the Etruscans, the sumptuous death palaces of the Egyptians, and beneath the grassy Bronze Age grave mounds of Sardinia. Some of the doors are tiny, Alice in Wonderland-esque, no larger than a hand. Others are towering and ornate. Still others are painted, daubed onto the ancient stone in flaking lapis and crimson. From Peru to Egypt, the religious explanation for these false doors is more or less the same. They were purported to allow the dead to return to the land of the living and enjoy the offerings brought to them. The psychological explanation is less altruistic and much more moving. The doors were built as a comfort to those left behind. They invited the mourner to dream of a place beyond the pain and hardships of life and the finality of death. They seemed to say, We are locked and unopenable. You cannot see what lies behind us, but you can imagine it. And in countries and cultures across the globe, humanity did. Few of us have met a locked door we weren't curious to look behind, or a secret we didn't desperately want revealed. When Alice follows the white rabbit down its hole, she encounters at the bottom a hallway full of locked doors, and one very small door that led into a small passage not much larger than a rat hole. She knelt down and looked along the passage into the loveliest garden you ever saw. How she longed to get out of that dark hall and wander about among those beds of bright flowers and those cool fountains. But she could not even get her head through the doorway. When you heard the opening lines of this book, you most likely felt it too, that hot twinge of curiosity. You wanted to know more about the door carved into the cliff in Peru, why it was built, who built it, and above all, what is behind it? Perhaps you began to imagine the answers, conjuring images of an underground city, a hidden temple, a secret tomb filled with treasure. This insatiable curiosity and willingness to imagine are hallmarks of the human mind. If something is hidden, it must be found out. If it cannot be found out, we will dig, investigate, and flat out invent until we have answers. Why do we care so much about hidden things? According to Tom Stafford, a senior lecturer in psychology and cognitive science at the University of Sheffield, the roots of human curiosity can be linked to a trait called neoteny, a term from evolutionary theory that means the retention of juvenile characteristics. Physically, it means we have large brains in relation to our body size, like babies, Mentally, it means we display certain childlike personality traits all the way into adulthood. 
traits like curiosity, playfulness, and wonder remain inside us. They are what compel us to travel, read books, wander into a dark cave. No matter where we are, a persistent little voice calls to us, telling us that inside the old, the grim, the forgotten and abandoned, even inside the familiar, well-kept and sumptuous, there is more than meets the eye, a hidden depth, a secret truth, a chance to discover something wonderful.